I was I was telling Matt though that I was uh I was thinking about a story on the way here. Um just about like it it has to do with um how people when they get like famous or like really big end up dead. You know, like Kurt Cobain or John Lennon or like Martin Luther King, like a lot of people that are just like really influential and like you know, hit hit the mainstream that way, like they just get so they're just big. iconic. They're just like iconic and then they just people. end up dead, you know. Um so I was talking to Matt about that before. People are jealous, man. Yeah, they, dude, jealous or enraged or something. I don't know what it is, but I was really hoping that Matt would just freaking intro us in the show there. No, you're talking about stuff. But then yeah, you'd I'm really interested in why you were talking about them dying. That's why I was talking about that because we were going to talk about something that had to do with that, and I figured Matt was going to like the Savage Land, and then we'd break and then talk about it when we came in. But uh, you know what? I, you know what? I'm not going to do. The Savage Land. I and my bless the love of war. Give thanks and praises to the love Uh, Alright, welcome back to the Savage Land uh, Who do we got today in the Savage Land? Jason! And me I'm Chase, by the way <laughs> <laughs> That's right, That's right. we got That Might Be Cool In my house, in person Yeah, the the, the duo The legendary duo that is That Might Be Cool dun, Back dun, together dun, again I like it It's our theme music Dun, 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 Two dun, dun, brothers dun. against an alien armada, sombreros, whatever the hell. <laughs> sombreros? Yeah, the, it was the Rick and Morty thing. I've seen uh, that episode. You have? I think I've seen one episode where they're like, yeah, it's just them where watching they, TV. They, yeah. It's a good episode. I, but that's the only one I've seen. You watched Rick and Morty. I'm proud. I know. I, wa- I want to start watching it, but I never did. I totally forgot about it until just now. <laughs> so. Well, it's a good thing we brought you here so that you could remember. Yeah, at least one good thing came from this. Exactly. <laughs> at least one good thing. <laughs> Only one good thing. Uh, we're in the sweeps of Salt Lake Comic Con, and uh, Rachel decided she couldn't make it. She th- she thinks she secretly went to Comic Con. Yeah, I kind of. That's what I was hoping that you would that you would pick up from that. I think she did secretly go to Comic Con. Mm. Why does she have to go secretly? She she just didn't want to do the show. She was like, it's more important to go and look at actors' faces on pictures. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, was that? That wasn't overly passive aggressive about Comic Con, was it? I don't know. I hope it wasn't. We love Comic Con. We love Salt Lake Comic Con. I'll be there in an hour and a half. Uh, in podcast time, so um I was there not- twelve <laughs> hours ago. <laughs> do they do they broadcast uh panels? Um, I think you can get them to, but last year they didn't like I know at some point like there's some sort of way that you can get them to like send you an audio recording of your panel. Um, but I wasn't able to do that last year and I didn't bother to find out this year. Gotcha. So, so I saw your picture in a Facebook post. You can be in a panel. Yeah. And I didn't put together that you'd have to be here in Salt Lake for that. <laughs> Cause I was like, I, m- maybe I thought it was like Comic Con and like wherever you are in yeah. LA. But yeah, I saw you. What, what uh panel are you going to be in? Uh, it's, it's about the killing joke and, uh, Alan Moore and adaptations and all that stuff. The movie? So. Yeah, the on, animated movie. Are you going to talk about how bad it sucked? I'm going to talk about things. Are you just going to replay the episode where we talked about how much I hated it? 
Did you hate it too? <laughs> I hated it. Oh my gosh, it was awful. I saw the honest trailer for it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty funny, and it's like what the f with the Batgirl thing. It's like uh, sex and the Batgirl, and with a little bit of the Killing Joke at the end. Yeah. Sex in the City, Batgirl. I don't know. It was a pun on Sex in the City with Batman and Batgirl having. <laughs> like they made a pun. They made a pun. It was good. I, I don't know. I couldn't remember. It's the best it. pun you've ever heard. So, <laughs> it was huge. It was a huge pun. Best one ever. It was great. Um, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm mixed on that. I actually that's not even a big problem that I have with the movie, the Batgirl thing. That they did it. Yeah. I don't. I don't care. She. I thought she was like 15. No. And he's like 30. She's like in college, and he's like 30. That's still weird. It's like eight or nine years. She's, I don't know. I, I mean, they've hinted at it before, and like they've hinted at it a little in the comics, and they hinted at it a bit in like the animated series. I thought she liked Dick Grayson. She did, and does, and that was like I almost r- just said not his last name, just Dick. She liked Dick. <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> it's, they used that to advertise Grayson a lot. They used that pun when Grayson was first coming out as a series. It was like, um, what was it like? Uh, get some Dick or something like something like that. It was like something that was like a little. A little Whoa, edgy. I'm going to the comic book store. What for? I gotta go grab some dick. Gotta get some dick. I'm going man. to get some dick at the Pick comic book store. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what the panel was about in podcast time. Um, so hopefully the people following our various feeds showed up for it. If not, then I guess they lost out. I'm going to be there with uh, Tui from Watchtower Cafe. He's on the same panel. Are you, are you going to tonight? Yeah, I mean, tonight. Like right after we record this, I'm headed right over to Comic Con. I. I've never been to Comic-Con. Do I have to have tickets to get in to see your panel? Um, there are some logistics there that I can get into after the show, after we finish our podcast. That, yeah, you, you, Chase, you can go. All right. All right. I was there. It was awesome. Chase and Matt will both be there, maybe. This is uh, in the past. <laughs> so I yeah, What did you think about Tell me, uh, Tell me about your Comic-Con experience. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was amazing. All these people, and they were there, and I was there, and oh, my gosh. It's like the best Donald Trump answer. <laughs> there were people there, so many people, great people, the, the best people you could have ever. Except known. for that one dude. Screw that one guy. We all know who we're talking about. I'm talking about. Is, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wall him up, and he's gonna pay for it. <laughs> Damn it! I don't want to pay for another wall. Um, somebody's got to pay for it. Somebody's got to pay. Uh, uh, you guys got any ketchup? You guys got any uh, hot top, hot topics? Um, well, so I guess we'll, we'll, we'll tie back to the thing that we were talking about before the show. Um, but yeah, recently I, I started reading, uh, Brian K. Vaughn's Private Eye. I'm halfway through it right now. Um, and it's for those of you and Chase who don't know. (laughs) I'm uh, glad you saw that that look in his eye. I was like, what are you talking about? Waiting to ask you what that is, (laughs) but I'm like, ah, I gotta wait for Anyway. You can always interrupt me to ask me what it is. Um. Hey Jason, what is it? So what? Hey, wait, what is, is it? It's a comic book. Um, and it's a comic book about privacy. All right. So so right now, you know, we're kind of of this uh, generation of like millennials and, and sort of like the, millennials are a really vague term. It's really weird. It's like some people think it's like people born after 2000. Some people think it's people born after like 85. Yeah. My mom says I'm a millennial because it's sometime in the 80s or early 90s or something. Yeah. I thought it was anybody born in the new millennium. Yeah, I don't know. It's a vague term. I don't consider myself a millennial. I do. I'm a 90s kid. No, and a millennial only, is only a person reaching members. young adulthood around the year 2000. So were we all millennials then? Young adulthood? I'm, I was right, on the, I'm right on the cusp. Between what, Gen X and millennial? Yeah. Hmm. Gen X? 
Gen X. Right. You know, like the used clothing store. With the tall tees. With the tall tees. That's where I shopped in high school. So starting birth years of the early 80s to all the way to the mid-90s is the final birth years for the millennials. Wait, so people, kids born in the new millennium aren't millennials? No, there's something else for them. They're, they're Generation Z, technically, but I'm sure they have like a new name, like Unicorn Flower Child Gosh, or something. dang it. I don't want to be a millennial. Everybody talks <laughs> crap on them. Well, that's, that's because that's that. because we're we're sort of inheriting the world right now. Yeah. I, I'm sure it was the same with Gen X. Like, the baby boomers like, oh, screw Gen X. We hate them. I like that. Gen- Generation X sounds cool. I mean, we you could go by Generation Y if you want to. That's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. That's like if you were, we're to say like Mega Man X and then Mega Man Y. It's just, it's like a question. It's like, why? Why are we here? <laughs> yeah, we are Generation Y, W-H-Y. No, well, no, Millennials are Generation Y. That's what I said. Oh, okay. We no. are Generation Y? I wasn't paying attention yeah. to you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, That's what I was saying. So my little joke is actually about us, you know? Yeah, it's why? About us. Why are we here? Why? Yeah. Why is We don't actually happening? ask questions, do we? I think we do. I mean, I think we assume we know the answers, but I think we still ask rhetorical questions. That's true. <laughs> Um, back to Private Eye, though. It's a it's a story basically about uh, the the sort of ramifications and fallout of us millennials uh, inheriting the earth. Um, it's basically the the premise of it is that it's sort of like this weird neo biblical thing where uh, the cloud, you know, the online information that we all keep about our daily lives and and private interests and all that stuff, uh, the cloud. Uh, burst, so to speak, and and everything that it was like a reverse Snowden, where instead of every, all the government's information, it was everybody's information was just raining down for forty days and forty nights, um, and uh, it's it's very biblical in that sense. And, and it's, what if what if your information is not on the cloud? I don't have a cloud. Yeah, I do. You have a Facebook. It, that's 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 cloud. the cloud. Yeah, anything. Any, anything. Cloud, cloud is like an Apple product. No, no iCloud no. is an Apple product. iCloud. Yeah. So cloud oh is just gosh. any is just a digital like an off site storage for any of your information. Yeah. Which yeah, but I don't have anything on Facebook though. It doesn't matter. Do you any, have anything you've ever entered online is in the cloud? Somewhere. Exactly. Do you have like a bank account that has an online feature? <gasps> that's in the cloud. Yeah. Totally. Anything. Anything gosh, online is it. the cloud. I'm so gonna like, go put my money in my mattress. <laughs> Your Google, it, it, it any Google search you've ever typed in is in the cloud. Any any, you know, random weird pornography you've ever looked at is in the cloud. Any anything you've ever typed into a website or into an internet browser or into an app that accesses online or any online game you've ever played that's technically in the cloud. Right. It's just like the. It's like the. It's like the. Uh, it's like the word to make you think that your stuff's just like floating around. Like you know, if you can. But it's it, in it, a hard drive. Or it's, it's in a, a server bank somewhere yeah. in a in a garage and. Texas, yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. Or in a warehouse in Texas. Usually. I watched uh, whatever Jack and Ozzy's World Detour, and they go to Iron Mountain where they store, you know, stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. So the, yeah. So the idea in they private eye is all of that information just gets publicly dumped. Yeah. So ever so everybody's private lives are gone, completely. Really? Yeah. Completely so, wiped out. Because yeah. imagine imagine this like. Every single Google search you've ever typed is available for anybody to find out. You know what I mean? Like it's and the premise is like you are true, like your deepest, like most secret desires or curiosities or whatever. That's when you're alone and typing into the internet where nobody can see you or using some sort of pseudonym on Reddit or or you know. Right. Like some, I could go and I could be like, "What's Jason watch for porn?" And, yeah. And this type of feature, all the, feature, all the weird find midget stuff that I look. Every at. single like click he ever had for porn yeah i don't think mine would be that bad it'd be like this guy likes cars and uh 
But there's, I'm sure there's how stuff to that, find power armor in Fallout Four. <laughs> I honestly, I did <laughs> when I was reading that, I did kind of think about that. I was like, you know what? Honestly, like Chase is one of the people I I know that like probably wouldn't have anything super crazy. But at the same time, we all have like private things that we've that we've done or whatever searched for or researched online or watched online. Right. Like, like any 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 conversation that you've had with like a uh, girlfriend or also like everything uh what is it instant messages instant yeah, exactly. all of those would be public yeah uh, literally everything you've I, ever done on a just, computer i need to start talking to some girls on yeah any any unfinished to... script you have in your hard drive looking at myself there um any uh any like any random stuff any photo you have like huh i bet i mean I, that's cool i like the premise of that like because mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of people with a lot of secrets they don't want to get out totally and cool. so then yeah, it's cool because then in that world, then after this this cloud dump, the whole everybody sort of migrates to this private. Privacy becomes so important that everybody dresses up in costumes as they go yeah. out so, in the world. So they don't use the internet anymore, right? The internet's toast. No that more internet. Sucks. And then everybody, everybody wears masks. Everybody hides their self, themselves to be a hundred percent anonymous all the time. In reality, so it's like usernames, but in real life, basically. exactly. It's like it's like using an an or like you be, you've become your online avatar, yeah. In real life, and you could be whoever you want to be because since everybody knows everything about everybody, um, does do people care? Or like, are they going around looking for stuff? Like, they're like that guy. I want to know everything about him. Well, and it's like because they so the only time that they're ever not like wearing masks or whatever is when they're like at work. You know, like their professional lives, they won't wear masks or, you know, maybe if like when they're at home, when basically when they're at work and they're at home, they're themselves. But then everywhere else they go, you know, they leave work in separate elevators or separate cars or whatever. You know, they don't talk to each other outside of work. They immediately go into their other lives, you know, their, their private lives um, with these, you know, masks and protection so that nobody knows who they're talking to or, who you know, who's doing this or that. So is everybody you gotta, like pick your own mask? Exactly, and some oh, it, people yeah. have tons. And I mean, that's what's so great about that comic too is the visuals of you really see cool. you see like these shots of the city, and there's people in the most bananas costumes. I mean, like someone's dressed up like a fish, somebody's dressed up in like all tiger stuff. I'd like to see that. It's, it's really good. Like if like someone like if that were in real life, like what would everybody dress like? What what would you dress like if you had to wear your disguise mask? That's uh, that's a good question. I would probably do some form of like. I might do like a retro astronaut helmet, you know, like those like gold whatever ones that you can't see through, but they're just like these giant glows. like the old school ones from the sixties. Yeah, I like I like those for some reason. I've always dug those, but I probably wouldn't do a full astronaut outfit because that's pretty cumbersome. Um, you just want the, the face, just the face, just because like like when I'm drawing, I love drawing giant retro astronaut helmets on people. It's like one of my favorite things to draw. Um, even if it doesn't make any sense to the story, yeah, even if it doesn't make any sense, I just I, I'll find an excuse, dude. Give me anything. I'll I'll find an excuse to put an yeah, astronaut. Yeah, they need to hide their it. identity. Like I, drew a, I drew a modern astronaut, but I put a but I put, I put a retro astronaut helmet on top Hell of the yeah. modern astronaut helmet. That was one of my favorite things in um the in uh the Martian is that he still had a giant ass like <laughs> huge astronaut helmet on even when he was in like the the non outer space suit, you know. When yeah. he was in like the regular surface suit, he still had the giant helmet on. I was like and it's, I mean, awesome. it's probably fairly realistic, but like, even still, I just, I love that look of like a fishbowl on your head, you know? Sci-fi. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's probably what I'd do. I don't know about the outfit. The rest of the outfit, I'd probably do some sort of cloak, like a big old cloak. Astronaut oh, cloak. 
I'd look like um, Mysterio with a cloak on. You know the Spider-Man villain Mysterio? Yeah. 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 Nice. That's, that's me. I probably wouldn't wear that weird green suit, but I would totally have a cloak and a big old dome. What about you, Matt? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Come back to me. Okay. Chase. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'd probably... I got a bunch of ideas, but I I feel like I would have some sort of, like, black suit. Yeah? Just, like, all black, everything, and then, like... You know uh, Borderlands 2, yeah. Zero? Uh-huh. I'd have a suit like that. Okay, that's pretty Just cool. Just, like, like, a glass face. Yeah. But it's, so, but it's like, all black. Like Those tinted. do look cool. So it's a smaller helmet than the one you would pick. Yeah. But I'd have, like, an all-black suit, and... Uh, It'd be, it'd be cool. That'd be sweet. Some, I don't know. Something like that. If you play Fallout 4, I actually got the Brotherhood of Steel really? uh, jumpsuit uniform, the black one yeah. from that old dude. Anyway, um, it's a sick like black suit, one-piece jumpsuit with like clips and awesome crap running through it. I'd have something like that. Okay. With a cool black helmet that covers my face. It's all like... That'd be pretty sick. Phew, slick. I do love those helmets. Like those small, like... They look like futuristic motorcycle helmets. And like oftentimes... Like the Daft Punk helmet. Oftentimes there's like lights or like information going across them. And yeah. Mine would sick. be all black though. Yeah? All black all the time. You would never have like... And then maybe like lights. in the background, like uh, a skull. Okay. Would come out. And then they'd be like, whoa, that guy's pissed. Yeah, that's how I show emotion. Your, yeah, your emotions, they have like different pictures on it. Yeah. Is so that like, ba- yeah, like that's kind of what Daft Punk does a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they probably do that. Yeah. Dude, that'd be sick. You're like talking to somebody and you can instantly tell, like, yeah, there's like a skull or like a flowery. Like, if I got a face. question, just question mark pops up Whoop. and they'll be like, like, I'll be like, I don't even have to talk. Like, I'm going to put like, that in my comic book. Huh? You know, gesturing, like, what are you talking about with a question mark on my face? Yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, all right. And then they start explaining it. I'm going to put that in my comic book. There's going to be a mysterious character who doesn't talk, and it's literally just his face. That All right. That. What are you going to name him? No idea. You got to like hint at um, you know, my name or something. High like, speed. It's speed. too obvious. It has to be, <laughs> has to be something. So, we'll so when I read it, I can be like, hey, the character's based off Me. a character I made up I'll on a podcast once. I'll just have coming out of his helmet, but out of the top. Out of, no, like, out of the back, like a no, mullet. No, out of the top. No, I want a mullet. Out of the top. I it want a mullet like hanging Cindy, out the back. Uh, what, Lou who? Cindy Lou Cindy who? Cindy What? She's a <laughs> rock star. <laughs> Cindy Lopper? No, from The Grinch. I don't know what you're talking about. Cindy Lou who? Yeah, the little girl from The uh, Grinch. I don't, I don't she's know. a rock star now. <sighs> she she's is? She's awesome. What? What's her name? What's her actual name? I don't know, but she is way cool. Her music's awesome. Go check it out. Go check it out. Cindy Lou Who. The Pretty Reckless is the name of the band. I don't know her name. Huh. I forgot it. I thought she'd be like part of Gem and the Holograms or something. No, she's like hardcore, like black. With mm. yeah. I dig that look. Lately, lately I've been like, like in LA you see a lot of like different crazy, crazy people types of, of looks on people. And like there's, so there, there's a Starbucks down the street from my apartment. And I go there a lot to do like my drawing and stuff. There's a girl that goes in there. That is like the like the epitome of like a punk rock chick, like mohawk with like freaking tattoos on both sides of her head, like leopard print tattoos on her head, like her whole body just like tatted up and like usually wears like those big old like emo boots or whatever, like fishnets oh, and stuff. Like all the way punk rock. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Like 100 percent, like just the epitome of like a punk rock chick. Um, and normally, like that's not my flavor, but every time I see her, I'm like, you know what? She's really attractive. I think that's a little too much for me. It's it's like I mean you've seen me I don't really dress like I I mean I dress fairly loud but like I don't go like crazy, um it's not really my speed but for some reason I don't know I don't know I th- I think it's because like I've been drawing a lot lately and I like drawing more exaggerated things 
And so I think that probably has something to do with it. Right, I don't know. Right on. All right, Matt. What are you gonna back wear? to you? What are you gonna wear? Uh, oh, what? what yeah. What's your? Uh, I'm gonna wear the uh, original um, black Daredevil costume. Not the not the TV show one, but the, car- the John Romita one. Yeah. There you go. With the, like the sweatpants and stuff from uh, Born Again. No. What was that story arc called? Frank no, Miller no, no, no. Just the old, the old. I mean, it still looks like the normal Daredevil costume, but, but it's, it's yellow. Black. And black. It's yellow, black. Yeah. They had that. I think it was oh. like three issues. That was like right. maroon. It wasn't black. It had. It was like maroon red. No, it was. It's. It's yellow with like black in the middle with a red Daredevil. The on. black in the middle, though. Every time you look at the lighting, it's it's red in the lighting, which means it would be like a deeper maroon. I think it was black. I'm I'm like ninety percent positive. It was like red. for literally like two or three issues. I, know. I read them. I know the issues. When, yeah. See, look at the lighting. It. That is red. Look at the lighting on the the quote unquote black sections. All the lighting on that is red, which means it'd be like a deep maroon. Yeah, that's probably like, true. Like yeah. black maroon, like like a deep maroon, like your car. Yeah, everybody that, else draws it as maroon. Anyway, that, yeah. See, boom, um, done. What? I like the black better. Anyway, I mean, but, it would look cool as black, but then you look like a bumblebee. That's a dope costume. That is a dope costume. That's that's what you would choose. Uh, yeah, I with the devil horns. Oh, yeah. I'd actually like the the. The one you were talking about. The John Romita one? Yeah, with the mask. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard to see. Yeah, that's true, I guess. <laughs> like, dude, if I were blind, I would wear a blindfold everywhere. Yeah. Just so, like, when people see me walking down the road, uh-huh. I'm like, that guy's wearing a blindfold all the time. Like, Then they wouldn't mess with you, too. He, he must be a bad A or he's blind. But Both. I would totally do that. That's good. I do. I, I want to get one of those I'm not Daredevil shirts from the newer Daredevil run when everyone thinks that Matt Murdock is Daredevil. And oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Anywhere it's just like yeah. an I'm not Daredevil shirt out around. Matt Murdock? Yeah. Yeah. He, in, the, in the comics, like he gets he outs, he gets out as Daredevil and then tries to hide it by wearing a t-shirt that says I'm not Daredevil. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> and it's one of the few cosplays that I can naturally pull off because I'm ginger. You so. know, the, the, the fucking ginger struggle of how to do a cosplay is real. Right? Yeah. Ugh. They need to do a. They need to do like some ginger character who always has a beard, and then I'll be. I'll be that. They have tons forever. of ginger characters. No, they don't. They, they got really don't. the flashes. Okay, Wally West was a ginger. Is Not he? anymore. I mean, I guess well, Wally West is back now. So like, the, yeah, traditional of. Wally West. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of there, but then like when every, anytime he gets cast on a TV show, he's not ginger. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe ginger is Cassidy. Crappy Cletus actors. Cassidy. Who? Uh, Carnage. Carnage. Yeah. He's crazy. He's a little crazy. Well, no, they got they got girl ones. They got Mary well, Jane. That doesn't it doesn't help me at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess I could. Hey, be if you bend. wanted, you could. Yeah, you, you could. know, I could be Poison Ivy. There you go. Poison Ivy. Ivy. That might be good. Batgirl. Black uh, Batwoman. She has short, yeah. red hair. Or if she's wearing the wig, she has long red hair. Have you been reading Detective Comics, by the way? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm. I, did a new one come out? Uh, I think yeah, a new one came out. Uh, it's not in the TMBC library yet, but uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't read in like a couple weeks so good such quality anyway such quality yeah i could i could be batwoman man batwoman man batwoman man yeah batwoman man batwoman dash man who would you cosplay <laughs> as um do you do you cosplay when you go to no he did last year he was I the did. joker which is like it's dumb that i was the killing joke joker and then this year i'm doing a panel about killing joke and not dressing up and last year i was doing panels about like community and marvel as the Joker. <laughs> Let's see what the Joker has to say about Marvel. Yeah. Marvel it, sucks. Dude, it felt so weird, especially in the Marvel one, because I was the only person in a costume. <laughs> and I was like in a freaking all out costume, like makeup and everything, and everyone else is in like t shirt and jeans. 
Yeah, this feels I weird. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who I would dress up as. Yeah. No. I mean, I've gone down this road. I can't. I can't think of anybody. <laughs> you can't think of anything. No. Spider Man. You like Spider Man? You just cover up your face. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I've thought about that. This is a very popular costume. That's an extraordinarily popular costume. You'd have to do like Spider Man twenty ninety nine or something. That'd oh. be cool. That'd be cool. that would be cool. Look it up. I I would do Man Spider. Oh. That'd be horrifying and hard to pull off. It'd be a pretty cool costume, though. Yeah. With extra arms and a big spider face. Spider face, that man. Cool. That would be sweet. Uh, no, I went. I did dress up one of the years half-assedly as a, uh, uh, as a, as a Mooney from Saga, which is just the guys that have the horns on their head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you read Saga, Chase? Never heard of it. Dude, it's it like it might be consistently one of the best comics being put out. So it's it's actually the same author as uh, or same writer as uh, Private Eye, which we're talking about. It's Brian K. Vaughn. He was a writer on Lost. He was a writer on like a couple of other TV shows. Um, he did like some Swamp Thing back in the day. He did which Ultimate comic did he do? I don't remember, um, but he did Doctor Strange's. Uh, that's right, The Oath. The Oath. Ooh, that sounds intense. That's oh, yeah. a great comic. It's actually the same artist as Private Eye as well. Yeah, and then he did. Um, he he got a lot of popularity oh, with his why? with his release. Why the Last Man? Yeah, he's yeah. so like Last Man on Earth is like was the premise was loosely based on on Brian K. Vaughn's Why the Last Man, um, but then they took it in a different direction. Um, he's a really good writer, and well, he, they are doing a Why the Last Man show on Stars. Are they really? Yep. That's cool. What sucks about that? That is actually that sounds really familiar. Yeah, it's a really popular comic. It's really good too. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the Vertigo ones from like the time that Vertigo was like at its peak. Is it like a comedy? Not because really. the Last Man on Earth. No, no, no. Is no. A it's kind of funny here and there, but yeah. it's not a comedy. He like Brian K. Vaughn writes serious stories, but he infuses a lot of comedy into yeah, them. Yeah, he's got a good sense of humor. And okay. so like Saga, Saga is like the lit- like the most crazy, weird sci-fi thing you could ever imagine, where there's like trees that are spaceships and stuff and like because like all these planets are just weird there's people with tvs for heads and like that's weird there's a walrus that wears overalls that's adorable and he's and the best he's the freaking best um but yeah you, you should read saga i'll it's uh, not a walrus he's just a seal i'll throw those up on the bookshelves um but yeah it's a good comment anyway uh yeah you dressed up as one of the moonies from saga that's all that's it so like you had horns on your head yeah ram horns Nice. Uh, oh, wore, big hint! And I wore a suit. Yeah, the main, so the main character in in Saga has horns, and then his wife has a uh, little Wings. like um, wing. You know the girl in uh, uh, Angel Dust from X Men First Class. Mm-hmm. She has wings like that. Oh, like bug wings. Yeah, and they're yeah. they're like this. It's like it starts out as like this. The prem or the the kicking off point is like Romeo and Juliet in space, and the horn dudes people and the wing girls people hate each other. Yeah, um, yeah. There's like a, there's like a race of uh, people who have all sorts of different type of animal horns, and there's a race of people that have all different sort of type of animal wings. Yeah, and they're at war with each other. And there's like a crazy space spider lady with no arms, but How tons is she? of legs. Oh, she has tons of legs, and then like a torso with no arms and a head. That's creepy. Yeah. That's creepy. So this guy just likes weird creepy not looking like people i don't think it's it's that i think it's that his artist her name is fiona staples she's actually really good she's incredible um she like like he he told her that it was like sci-fi and stuff like that and she was like 
he's like, do you have any things that you like don't like to draw or things that you prefer to draw? She's like, yeah, I hate drawing spaceships. And he's like, but this is a sci-fi comedy, you know? Like, so he's like, okay, well, uh, how about a tree if we just make it a tree? And so it's like they're having to work around these things of what they enjoy doing. And in so doing, they make this super weird universe because they both have like kind of different preferences. That's, that's interesting, you yeah. know? I like it. When like the, yeah, so it's it's really good. I think they're on like... I think they're over 30 issues at this point. I don't remember. It just came back. It was on hiatus for a bit, and it just came back, and I haven't caught up yet. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Uh, I'll put I'll put some Saga books on the shelf. Um, saga. All right. And then, so for Private Eye, also, for anybody wondering, if you go to panelsyndicate.com, you can get Private Eye um, for as, as little or as much as you want. It's a name-your-own-price thing that Brian K. Vaughn started where you can buy his comics for whatever price you'd like. And so... What was like free? You can do. I think you can do free, can't you? I did free. You did free. Oh, I did a dollar asshole. for each one. I mean, like, why wouldn't you do it for free? If it's like because you want to give them some cash to keep making more, right? Yeah, it's a really good story. Like this might be that makes sense, but like for some people, it'd be like I have other people do it, so I'll just get it for free. That's what Matt did. Well, I bought. I got. <laughs> I got. I got the private eye for free, but then I threw money at him when I got. He also did a um, a Walking Dead spinoff that you can get through Panic Syndicate, and I gave some cash then. Oh, yeah, that's the space one, right? No, it's not space. We've already been over this, Jason. Oh, right. God damn it. Walking dead in space? No, <laughs> it's not about... That's floating dead. It's not. I don't know. Jason's so fixated on, like, walking dead in space. I keep... Okay, I found out why I keep thinking that. Earlier today, he said, he sends a text, can zombies breathe air? Or do zombies breathe air? And I said no, and he's like, cool, I can put them in space. <laughs> <laughs> I really want some zombies in space. You can have all the zombies in space as you want. There, there's got to have be something like that of course that'll raise that'll 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 raise other complications but whatever it will but like just imagine like human zombies floating through space until like like literally frozen frozen rock hard yeah and then far far until earth is dead and then they freaking dude land on some other planet and start infesting that planet with their zombie virus that's a good idea did i tell you my idea what i had that idea i was really dumb but i told you instead of bearing tmbc go ahead yeah. I said trademark TMBC. Don't, trademark steal, our, don't TMBC. steal our ideas. Yeah, no, it was the the one with the Our aliens where instead of burying, they're dead because we don't have enough room that we just put them in rockets, kind of like how you know they do it in Lord of the Rings where they put them on a boat oh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. float away. The, the, you do them in space and you shoot their dead bodies into space. So all these dead bodies have been shooting into space for a long time. And, and they then, zombify? Yeah, and then they Ooh. either like come back or they go to another planet or another planet's been doing this yeah. so we get like an invasion of zombie zombie aliens aliens from like billions and billions of years ago dude, i like that if we can t- find a way to tie vampires into that we'll be getting all three dude zombies no. aliens no vampires <laughs> i don't know you, you, you gotta tie werewolves in too oh yeah werewolves you're ruining my ideas i'm guys. just kidding we won't do vampires and werewolves that'll be another one called vampires versus werewolves twilight <laughs> twilight twilight um that's that's a pretty let's make a idea. bad a version of twilight yeah yeah, like we can do that. redo Twilight, but like make it awesome. I think that's Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh wait, is that that's awesome, right? Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I'm no, wondering. I didn't. I didn't read those books five times. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, let him, just let them dig a hole. Or <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding, um, dude. That's a good idea. Let's circle back to that. Okay. Yeah. Nobody steal my idea. Okay. No. I'm actually so. If I see it, I'm gonna find you. And be mad. Yeah, this is why you don't brainstorm ideas on a podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's all right. No, nobody will steal them. 
And if they do, they won't do it as well as we Let's will. make a new podcast called The Brainstorm. Yeah. And then never release it because you well, don't no, want people to steal your ideas. Release it, release it after we already create the thing. Ignore everything I just yeah. said. I also, I, I've been, so lately I've been coming up with too many new ideas. Like I'm, I'm drawing my own comic, writing and drawing my own comic. But like while I've been doing that, I've come up with like four or five more ideas for comics I want to do. But none of them are comics that I have the like type of art style to be able to do. So I've been trying to reach out to all these different artists on like Instagram and DeviantArt and all this pl- all these places to like try and find somebody to to hook up with and, and collaborate on something. And man, is that a tedious process? Finding an artist? Yeah. Sure. Finding a good artist? Yeah. Yeah, you want a good one? I found I found one actually recently that we're we're talking right now about uh, this story that I've had in my head for a while that like I'm super stoked about because the visuals of it are like involve tons of like ink and like really like. Uh, like sort of that just black to white spectrum with like a bit of color infused but it has to do with this whole other like dimension and 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 shadows and all it's cool you like dimensions i love that different earths yeah i don't like it i love all that um anyway uh shit oh the reason that i thought that there was a walking dead in space is because there was a uh so I, i kept talking about like the the walking dead one it was actually american vampire Mm-hmm. Um, I th- it was either Jeff Lemire or Brian K. Vaughn, or maybe maybe it was Scott. Actually, it probably was Scott Snyder. Um, wrote a American Vampire side story that was a short story about um vampires in space. That's why I kept getting that mixed up. So there you go. Rest easy, fellow comic book fans. Don't worry, we figured it out. <laughs> um, good work, yeah, guys. Good work. Oh, uh, you got any more ketchup? Uh, no, that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I mean, basically, private eye is good, and we. Um, I th- I want to do a privacy episode and and talk like really get in in depth about privacy and what it means and stuff. But sure, that's the tease. Um, so I still have half of it to finish, and we can circle back to it next week. Okay. Uh, Chase, what what have you been, dude? You've been off the air for. Oh yeah, you got months worth to catch up on. Yeah, like two months. I don't know. I got lots of stuff I want to talk about, but I forgot it all because you know. I'm put on the spot right now. Pick, You've been, pick two items. You've been reading comics? Pick yeah. Them. No, I've been keeping up with uh, Rebirth yeah. and stuff. Everything. Rebirth. Yeah, no. So um, it's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. I like the Red Hood stuff. I'm a little skeptical because like he doesn't actually kill the mayor. And I was like, he's like, all right, Batman, I'll do it your way. And I've only read the one issue, but I'm like, Red Hood's supposed to kill people. I liked that issue. But, you know. It's leading to somewhere really cool. So I know. I like it. There's a second issue on the shelf that you should read. I think um, I, actually I think I read two of them. Okay. With the he at Black the mask. end he meets the the Amazonian chick. Yep, yep. Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, so I'm like I'm kind of stoked for that cuz like um mainly because of the art. I mean, a lot of the art in the previous really... stuff especially with just um Red Hood and Arsenal. Oh, Red Hood and Arsenal. Yeah, the art was bad. That man. was like ridiculously like 14-year-old girl through it. <laughs> And I was just like, no, I want him to be a bad A. I want him a helmet with no face on it. Yeah. That's why I like that helmet. That's probably the helmet I would wear, but black. Yeah. Um, it's a good helmet. For private eye, you know. But yeah, and uh, I'd, I'd probably just be the red hood. Yeah. That's a cool suit. But yeah, yeah. I like I like that suit, you know, with the the cool leather jacket. And yeah. He just looks cool. I mean, he's on a motorcycle in the first issue, like doing a wheelie and shooting people at the same time. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's the red hood that I've been waiting to see, totally. that I want to see. And the art is fantastic. You're right about that. I yeah. I couldn't believe that they got that good of an artist on Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, so I'm excited. I mean, it'll be like, um, uh, what's the three called? Batman, Superman, and the Wonder Woman? 
The Trinity. Trinity. So it'll be yeah. the Trinity's um dumber, less capable counterparts. Yeah, like yeah. A, a different version of the Trinity where they're I like that. I like the more you know, not yeah. not most popular. Because they're so, gonna bring Bizarro in. Yeah, so he'll be the Superman, Artemis will be the, the Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and Red Hood will be the Batman. Red Hood will be the Batman. <laughs> I'm really excited to read that. Even though it's still Scott Libdell writing it and I I do not like Scott Libdell, but uh Oh, that's so far it's been good though. Yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful i really want it to be good yeah i was uh, just surprised when they were like oh yeah you did two red hood series already let's give you another one you know like like after which ones did he do he did he did both of the previous ones the first red hood and the outlaws and then red hood and arsenal oh he's done all of them he's done all of them since oh. since new 52 he's the only person to write red hood i i actually enjoyed the the first new 52 one the second one in space was kind of i don't know i never liked how they handled starfire in the new 52 one i felt like she got really one-dimensionalized and sexualized but like yeah other than that i thought it was it was pretty good and and the art was fantastic so. that artist i think he's doing ultimates now he's really good kenneth roca for it yeah i like it i just didn't like the face that they would put on the helmet yeah I'm like that's not that's not right is it, so is that your is that your favorite book in rebirth right now or do you have a favorite shoot man i don't know i've been reading them all same um let's see i liked aquaman's new 52 but this one's not as cool it's very political yeah. and it's really like and it's really dialogue heavy what else is there man i can't even think there's i mean batman and superman i think have both been pretty good superman might be my favorite one he's so it's so confusing for me action comics is really confusing for me but the regular superman i feel like it's been pretty straightforward yeah, yeah that's right because action comics has like the lex Luthor and then the new clark kent and all that stuff so I put that one. I kind of put that one away, and I'm going to read it once there's a full story arc completed. It's so confusing. Yeah, like go, I'm like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. really. You go two weeks on like these cliffhangers that he keeps putting out, and you're like, I don't what. So I think they're about done with the first story arc. So I, I might go back and reread through that, so it might make more sense. Um, but dude, the main Superman book has been incredible. Yeah, I've been reading that one. I like it. That's with his son, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then the one I do not like is the new Harley Quinn one. Yeah, I have the Birds bothered. of Prey. Oh, you mean the birds? The Birds of Prey. That's Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Yeah, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Don't like it. Really? Harley Quinn. Don't like it. I read the new Suicide Squad. Like it's pretty cool. Uh, it was just the Rebirth. Yeah. One. Um, what else is there? They got Green Arrow, which is pretty good. I love the new Green Lanterns. That one's actually pretty good. Yes. With I the like the one. Red Lanterns and. Jesus comes back to normal for a second. Oh, please, yeah, please, yeah. yeah sorry, Bleezus. Bleezus. <laughs> Bleezus. <laughs> Put her up on the crucifix. But yeah, so I, I like those. And then uh, the other one is the Injustice Two. Oh, there. Yeah, they started the Injustice Two comic, huh? No, the new game that's coming out. Oh, oh, oh. They got oh. all the new. You know, I got Atrocitus. And who did they just announce? I I don't know. I haven't been seeing much of the what? Injustice Two stuff. Yeah, they I have. Didn't, I didn't know they were releasing a new game. Yeah, yeah. Injustice Two, hmm. and uh, you can level up your characters and give them new like stuff. Like when you after a fight, like they'll be like, "Oh, new legendary item you can attach." You know, you put different stuff on. Yeah. Oh, uh, Deadshot is the new character. Oh, that's right, dude. Speaking of new characters, did you see what Ben Affleck tweeted out the other day? Yeah, is uh. Everybody's all assuming that he's going to be the new villain for the new Batman. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. Everybody's but just being hopeful. Um, 
What did you get? What do you think of the suit? Dude. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So Ben Affleck tweeted out a small video with no sound of like him in front of a director, like a the director's monitor uh-huh. of Deathstroke, looking like he's standing in like a, a cargo hold of like a jet engine mm. of Deathstroke, just like turning around and like looking at the camera. Oh, uh, you haven't seen that? No, it's pretty cool. <gasps> Matt's Matt's not plugged into the DC stuff. I'm not really plugged into news. You kind of are. Just like when I share, I went through my Facebook feed, deleted almost everything. Really, I was just was so sick of it. You should delete me? No, really. <laughs> That's where I get all my stuff is Facebook. <laughs> no, I, like I'm I, like, what I did just, Jason post today? Yeah. No, I see what I mean. You know, I don't check it so much frequently, but I also just I stopped caring. I don't want to know. Movie comes out, I just want to see the movie. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm I'm getting to that point too, where like it's I, like I'm this just, movie comes out in two years. Like why? Do I care? No, totally. And there's so much stuff going on right now, and there's so much stuff I can just like, I can read stuff right now. I can watch movies that are already out, and then, then, yeah. you know, a month before the movie, I can buy my ticket online and, and then go see it. Dude, I've been so determined to avoid Doctor Strange spoilers, and I got a massive one a couple of days ago. That totally always seems to happen to you. I haven't gotten any. Be glad you haven't, because it's a big one, and see? I. That's why. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it because it like. Yeah, I won't go into details, but yeah, I, I'm pretty pissed because I Doctor Strange has been one that I've like purposefully tried to avoid. I even you guys had to like push me into watching the second trailer because I was like, I saw one trailer, I'm sold, and I was just determined to walk into the theater only having seen one trailer. Uh-huh. But now I've seen two, and then I just had like a giant spoiler. So yeah, I don't from the trailer. I'm happy to watch trailers. I don't. I have no qualm watching a trailer that gets me excited, but I just don't want to read a whole bunch of like. Analysis. We heard that this guy on the set was said this thing about this thing out of context, but that means that yeah. Galactus is coming to Marvel Universe movies. <laughs> yeah, it's like shut the fuck. I up. don't like that, especially like there's all these conspiracies about like, and somebody actually asked us to bring this up on uh, Instagram. I, yeah, I was gonna get to that in a little bit. There, so there's this whole conspiracy that Marvel is working to to bring the X Men universe into the fold. I don't freaking buy it. It was uh, let's see. It was username. That's a horrible idea. I don't think it's a horrible idea, but I think that I think I think Fox is doing just fine with X Men, and we'll, why why would they give it up? I like yeah. I like that that it's separate. I mean, I've said this a million times on the podcast before, but I like the separate universes between the X Men because there's enough characters for both of them to go around. Totally, which I wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah, so. and fuck it, if you want to throw them in there, fucking throw them in there. Who cares? Like, I'm sure that Marvel would do some cool shit with X Men too. Totally. It's so it's the username Tomorrow Maker Films. Um, the theory is that since a lot of the X Men books have been canceled, um, and like the the brand of X Men or whatever itself is like quote unquote being suppressed, that they think that on Marvel's, the comic side of things, on the comic side of things, and on the toy side of things and stuff, and so they think that Marvel is is trying to just like force the X Men out of relevance so that they can get them back. It's not gonna work. I don't know if that's the case. I mean, it does seem a little odd that it was like as as all this is kind of going down we do see like a giant inhumans versus x-men event yeah um i thought they were just using for the mcu going to use the inhumans in place of x that's exactly why i mean i think that uh, that's kind of the point uh, that rather that's kind of what i was getting at it's like yeah why are they you know I could see how there's all sorts of dots you could connect to create that sort of like, oh, yeah, they're obviously trying to obfuscate the X-Men and, and push them out so you could bring the Inhumans to the forefront and yeah. 
stop promoting a brand that you're not making money on on the movie side of things. But that doesn't make any sense to me because X-Men's always been one of their best-selling comics. Yeah, why, absolutely. I don't understand why they would... Uh, uh, and the only reason I could, I mean, I think it would make more sense why they're doing this is because it's a giant sort of X-Men arc that's been going on for the past eight years. Yep. Well, that's exactly what it was like. This is kind of what Bendis has been leading to for the past few years with his X-Men universe stuff. And they're about to do the death of X with, uh, right. with let's see, uh, the creators that are on that. It's a bunch of great names. I think like Charles Soule and like Steve McNiven and some other people like that. Are um, they going to kill off the X-Men? I mean, maybe, but... No, they're not going to kill off the X-Men. I mean, they, we, you get a character like Wolverine, you're never going to pass that up, right? I mean, like, that Wolverine probably sells comics just on his name alone. Yeah, even after they killed Wolverine, they still have Wolverine comics. You know, they have yeah, Old Man Logan. It's now Old Man Logan. But you stuff. still have all new Wolverine. X-23 is a pretty popular character. Yeah. All the X-Men are popular characters. It'd be, it'd be foolish to just say, well, because well, our movies, because they're not... We don't own the movie rights. We're going to destroy our comic book sales. Here's okay. Here's my honestly my biggest problem with that is that it's technically not even the same company that does the movies and the comics. Right. Marvel Studios, one branch of Disney, who was not even under the same executive leadership. You know, like they literally are separate all the way up to the CEO of Disney. That's the only place they have a common connection. Right. Which is why the comic books haven't just turned into movie adaptations. Exactly. Because it's it's the comics operate under Marvel Entertainment and the movies under operate under Marvel Studios, and so it's it's completely separate. None of the leadership is the same, right? You know, like it, yeah. No, I, I I I genuinely think that they're they're just doing a re- it's a really big uh, just this story arc that's been going on basically yeah. kind of since House of M. When they I where, mean, where the mutants are this endangered species and they have to survive in this world and yeah, it's just getting worse and worse for them. It's almost as if. Days of Future Past is coming true in the comics that we're reading. Yeah, well, and it's it's almost as if the X-Men are serving as some kind of parallel for oppressed people in this world like they've always done. You know what I mean? Like, I I would be blown away if they got rid of X-Men titles and, no, and, and killed off all the uh, mutants in the world. I think they're just leading... I think they're leading to a very large event that will be a very large statement as well. And... You know, from that they'll come into sort of a new age, and and they're already teasing. You know that MU, which we have no idea what it is, but they're teasing all these huge creators like Colin Bunn and Steve McNiven and and a bunch of other people for this big event that's happening after Death of X. And so I can one can only assume that that'll be something huge. You know, yeah, totally. So I don't know. Sounds cool. I read some of the Bendis stuff. Yeah, um, I'm you were t- reading that for a while. Yeah, I was reading the one where like right after he gets the X on his. Uh, Cyclops gets an X on his face. Yeah, and he's a bad X-Men. guy with Emma Frost. Yeah, it's actually really good. But um, then I started reading <clears throat> DC, and I'm a little <laughs> bit bigger fan of DC. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of Marvel, though, I have also I just finished up watching Agents of Shield all the way through. You all the way up through. Agents of Shield. Oh, and it, Matt loves you now. It gets so much better. It does, huh? Like the first half of the first season. Uh, that's all I had seen. I was like, this is so cheesy. It's just, yeah. they're <clears throat> referencing the MCU and the movies all the time. And they have way too many decals of the bird, the shield or whatever, oh, yeah. all over everything. And then it kind of gets better when they make the, uh, the winter soldier stuff gets involved. Uh, yeah. And what's that one guy that turns into a bad guy? Oh, uh, Ward 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 turns into a bad guy. And then you end up hating him for the rest of the series until <laughs> what happens in the third season. Yeah. Don't spoil too much. Okay. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like that show. 
I mean, it's definitely like shitty TV, but it's like oh, it's it's pretty super yeah. enjoyable. I like it, yeah. and that's the same reason I like the Flash and stuff. So sure. I'm sure at some point I'll catch up on it. It's worth it, but I, I I am excited for the next season. I might I honestly I might start cold on this new season with Ghost Rider and stuff, because um, I'm I'm really excited for Ghost Rider. I wasn't at first because I was like they're using Ghost Rider for Agents with Shield, and then I watched it. I, I binge watched it like come, like two months ago, uh-huh. and I was like, I can't wait for that charger <laughs> on flames, man. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. It'll be cool. Did you see that new Luke Cage clip that I, they just barely put out? Yeah, I I creamed it all over Facebook. So did I. That was so good. What what did you, did you see it, Chase? The, uh, like when they're talking about the music and Luke Cage yeah. and all stuff. The old. School I'm hip-hop. so stoked because it's all hip hop, and I've been getting into a lot of hip hop lately. You, you, you keep saying lately. He's he's been saying lately for the last like year and a half. Well, like, not only that is it's like literally the the soundtrack is produced by the producer of all the Tribe Called Quest music, which is fucking amazing. It's gonna be cool. And, man. That, he's, and that every episode is named after a gang star song. Yeah, I think and that's that, sick. And that it, and that Method Man is on the video, just like I, this is the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's just like, oh my god, this is so cool. Well. And it, it, I think it kind of goes back to the whole, the whole point of the Netflix shows, is that they are trying to create entertainment that feels more real to people, and so you it's know it's definitely the most grounded of all. Well, and it's more it's pretty timely as well with everything going on in our country. Yeah, it's grounded and it's timely, and it and it and it, it like you know like it serves I think a a cultural purpose that few forms of entertainment are you know what i mean like you've got like as far as as far as representing the the black community in general like there are shows who have a token black character and then there are shows who are only you know like specifically sort of pandering to that audience you know and they're like then there's like every once in a while a show like empire will come along where it'll catch fire and people will really like it um but in general, it's like kind of relegated to like, oh yeah, it's only programming for like BET or whatever. And this is one of the few mainstream programs that I feel specifically is serving as a lens for that for that community. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think and I think that's good. And I think that's why all these shows are so great. You know, it's like you have Jessica Jones. You know, one of the few shows like this that represents a woman and represents a woman in a, a positive light. That's not like this. You know. M- crazy like like i'm trying to think of the word like undimensionalization of of a character you know what i mean and well the and, word you're looking for is add-on an add-on or an accessory to the male characters yeah well and even i mean even when it's a female-led show oftentimes and and it's been changing a lot recently with a lot of shows but like oftentimes even if it's a female-led show it'll still be this one-dimensional woman and then the show gets canceled after one season because, oh, guess what? Your character wasn't likable or deep, you know? Like, exactly. And it's not because it's a woman. Cause people, it's like this problem that keeps repeating itself where executives don't think a female character, you know, sells sells shows, basically. Like, they don't think people watch a female-led character, but people aren't going to watch if it's a crappy show. And so it just keeps repeating the same problem because people don't watch it, and so they don't think that it sells when it's just like, hey, just create a good show and maybe it'll happen. Like, totally. Totally. And that's it's proven with Jessica Jones. They greenlit that that second season so fast. Yep. Like yeah, I Jessica Jones was definitely my favorite of the three seasons of Netflix Marvel. Yeah. That I I've liked Daredevil. I, I honestly didn't like Daredevil that much, but um, I still liked it. Like the second yeah, season yeah. was really good. The first half of the second season was amazing, 
And uh, I'm excited for the Punisher series as well. And too. I'm super stoked. He was my favorite part of the entire Daredevil, both seasons. Yeah. Is that guy. And uh, I'm excited to see what direction they'll go with that. I agree. But I'm, I'm prepared to be blown away by Luke Cage. Yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna be good. And it's I mean it's there we're only like what a couple weeks away from Oh, it's like two weeks away. Oh, oh dude, I'm so excited. Binge the crap gonna, out of that. Yeah, just one day. I can that's what I always do. I'm so glad I it's don't just, work weekends anymore. That's what we did with Jessica Jones. Yeah. Did you didn't we didn't even get out of bed. <laughs> Literally I brought the T V up in our bedroom and we like did not get out of bed the entire day and watched the entire run of Jessica <laughs> Jones. Ah, uh, so good. I like I like it the story though because you know it's a it's really refreshing in all these superhero movies and TV shows, including Arrow and the Flash, mm-hmm. where everything's like this huge save the city, save the world, save the galaxy. Yeah, and this is just like Personal. this is just a story about a girl and some uh, job. guy that controls her and she's trying yeah. to break away. I'm like it's really personal and it's. You know, it's just about the characters. Yeah, it's an extreme version. Like it's a, it's an extreme is extremization. Sure, I'll use that word of uh, of like a controlling relationship, and that's all it is. Yeah, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know. They're just so the small stories, and that's what I've always loved in comic books too. Mm-hmm. Is like the smaller stories where they focus on that character instead of like um, going into space and getting like as many characters as we possibly can yeah. into one comic book. So it's all all amazing, and all this stuff is going on. Like I, I don't really get into those as much, yeah. As much as like the you know smaller ones where it's like oh, I'm just you know doing my thing totally, and that's like because I so the first handful of of like comic book scripts that I started writing, I didn't write any superhero stuff because I didn't think I could honestly. It was like really daunting. It's the same reason why I, I like can't draw Batman. Like I try to draw Batman and it never looks right. But um, I just really started writing this one, and that was like kind of my goal. In writing it was like not to do that, you know, not to be like, let's save the city, let's save the world, let's, you know, stop this nuclear bomb or whatever. And so it's it's about a family, you know, like, and I think that, and that's what I enjoy, like, with all these new TV shows. Like when you watch The Flash, when it's like Barry and his dad, those are like the best episodes. Yeah, I was going to say uh, The Flash is a little less save the world kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Arrow been sucking lately arrow has saved the city every single year <laughs> five years or what is it four years yeah yeah it's four years in a row he has to save the city and i didn't think they were gonna do it on season four but they did yeah and i was like it's like no it's, it's batman begins over and over and did over you watch again. the arrow the entire thing i haven't finished it yet so you don't know the the dark knight reference that i was talking about uh-uh. oh wait wasn't there there, I, I feel I feel like I might have seen that on the internet somewhere. Yeah, have you seen it? You watch Arrow? Oh God, no, no. <laughs> yeah, oh. Matt hates the DC shows. Oh man, I don't like them at all. I watched two seasons of Arrows when I was sick in bed, like two years ago, and I just first the, and second season. Yeah, and by the end of the second season, I was just like, God, I hate this show. It's so bad. <laughs> I liked the. First it is so season. bad, but I love it. Yeah, I loved the first two seasons. No, I can't do it. Do I, if you don't like the first two seasons, do not watch the. <laughs> Third and fourth. It only gets worse. It gets so bad. Yeah, no pass. And then I and then I I watched three or four episodes of The Flash, and I it's just that CW style. I just don't like it at all. Yeah, ask him what I thought about the first time we watched um, the very for the premiere of The Flash at my house, dude. I was like, he hated it. Yeah, 
Well, what were we watching? Gotham, probably. Yeah, we were watching Gotham because that was when Gotham was like pretty entertaining to watch. It wasn't good, but it was entertaining to watch. Dude, well, I watched like the Gotham. first half or more of the Gotham, and I was like, "This isn't too bad." I hate uh, Gotham. Gotham, you you went on this weird ride with Gotham where you started out kind of not liking it, and then you went into like loving it, and then you just crashed. No, I was really excited at first, and I was like, "This is really cool," and then I was like, "This kind of sucks." And then at the end of season one, I was like, this sucks. I don't want to watch it. And then the season two came on. I was like, F it. I'll watch it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And then after like the mid-season finale, they had some pretty good storytelling. And it was a little decent. But that, the whole direction they're taking with how all these villains are created, they're mm-hmm. trying to explain how all the villains are created in Gotham. And I hate it. Because yeah. it's all connected. Every single villain is a part of one scheme like meanwhile Bruce Wayne is 10 years old yeah and he's doing stuff and I was like he's supposed to be off in private school somewhere <laughs> I know like isn't he supposed to you know I hate that I I don't I don't like it at all if Gotham was a show about Jim Gordon and the Gotham police and why you know and like while maybe while the Waynes were still alive or maybe right after they died and like trying to manage the fallout of the city after you know it's two most important figures you know were killed and like and like managed the crime more like the Falcone and Maroni and like the, that the was crime in Gotham managing it. That stuff was awesome, but then they just go full on into the just like here's this villain and this villain and this villain and the, and like oh, and then, guess what? This is how they make these villains too. Like yeah, and like the young Bruce Wayne connected. stuff. I like I really just wish it was a freaking like Gotham Central. That comic was so yeah. good. But yeah. Anyway, I, what did I think of Flash when I first saw it? You hated it. I thought it was awful. I thought it sucked. I was like, this, the style sucks. You know, the production value is crap. And I'm like, it's just cheesy. Like, uh, Grant Gustin is not a good actor. He's decent. Uh, I can't say. Yeah, like, he's not great. But he's not, he's not very good. That's why I was like, when people got so pissed that Grant Gustin wasn't cast as the film Flash, I was like, really? Are you kidding? Do you watch the show? Or are you just like that? Like, oh, yeah, this is so cool. Like, he's such a great actor. He deserved to be in a big-budget Hollywood film. Yeah, it's like, do you really want to see Grant Gustin <laughs> on the big screen next to Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot and, and Jason Momoa? And, like, really? Is that what you want? Like, no, Ezra Miller's awesome, dude. I'm stoked for Ezra Miller to be Flash. Yeah, he's much better. Yeah. I, he's yeah. got much more character and personality. Totally. And Grant Gustin, like, he's, he's happy and cheery, and he does fine for TV, but, like, he doesn't have tons of range. No, he's the same person every... Yeah. episode it's, and it's just and when he tries to be pissed off mm-hmm. it like it's cringeworthy like it's, it's like why are you he's like it's all upset well i'm gonna get loud and yell at someone like i can't stand you doing that because it's so unnatural he kind of does the Stephen amell thing when he gets angry the cw thing i guess is really what he does when he gets angry yeah just, just yeah. talk loud loudly. i mean that's 99 percent of it the cw just doesn't make good programming they have very bland casting it's like you could take the the male lead from any cw show and show it to a random person, and like they wouldn't be able to tell which show they were from. I mean, even they're all the, interchangeable. Yeah. Even like, the one CW show that I really like, Supernatural, Supernatural, like it's still not great. No, I mean the first four seasons were pretty good, and then it just turned into like the last couple have just been garbage. Yeah, they're on twelve now. Yeah, that's crazy. Oof. Can they not run out of stuff? Oh, they definitely ran out of stuff. And they, <laughs> that's when they brought like they are rehash- Satan in, right? They are rehashing. No, Satan's been there a couple times. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just, it just got dumb, unfortunately, because they they stumbled onto something that could have been a really great direction to go to, and then they just like 
bypass blew it. right past it and kept going <laughs> on with the same bullshit and i was like you fuckers <laughs> that like you're reading something and you're like shit this guy almost had accidentally a really awesome story oh yeah they were like right there there was like this i'm curious now i want to know what that is it was like this like secret society that was you know sort of in charge of you know maintaining the paranormal balance in the world that you know oh, from the be... pa- from like a hundred years ago and they like and the only connection they have to it now is that uh, they live in the same like secret bunker that that secret society lived in. Really, that's, that's it. cool. They were like almost there. They did a couple episodes where they like went back in time to like flashback and did some stuff, and I was like, yeah. And then no, that would have been so cool out the fucking window. And then they just got some bad actors to do some really shitty roles and. That sucks. Yeah. I like secret societies. That, that sounds cool. And they're I, trying to cover up all the paranormal. I mean, it explains why nobody knows anything about paranormal. Right. So it's like, like the yeah. men in black of paranormal. Yeah. Exactly. So almost. Almost, guys. Did you hear MIB 23 is probably not going to happen after all? Aw. Yeah, I did. I'm pretty pissed about that. What did you guys think of that whole idea? Uh, the best idea of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, at first, I was like, well, that's dumb. They're just... And then... Like, why would they do that? And then after a while, I'm like, F it. Do the, it. Yeah, the more you think about it, the more you're like, well, they're not doing anything with Men in Black anyway. And the Jump Street movies have been awesome comedies. I'm like, I'd so like to see not. it. Yeah. Like, I think that's what, like, a lot of, I mean, with a lot of the stuff going on in TV movies right now, they're just like, F it. Let's make it. Like, with the the new Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. um, that's actually more of, like, the f- female reboot. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of reboots. And this whole idea... I think it's cool that they're making female-led movies, but like totally. rebooting and replacing make original characters. Man. I know. I lo- we've it's talked about that with before. Movies but, in general, right now, but it's like I know it's so hard to find anything like that didn't exist before. Yeah, I mean, like I love the comic book movies and stuff and whatnot, well, but it's, it's nice like the, to see original. Well, it's almost like yeah. the comic movies, book movies feel fresh because. It's like a whole new world of comic book movies. Yeah. Which is something to say because we're not we're just getting nothing else fresh. Yeah. I mean yeah, once in a blue moon we get a new movie and it's like it's Thank a you. Remake of an old movie or a like a toy. Yeah, well in the movies that are original don't get budgets. Like right. Ex Machina. Right. Probably one of the best like in terms of like pitches and screenplays and like going into it, the greatest concepts ever. That movie got a tiny budget, you know? Like they, they had no faith in it. And same with uh, well, that could room. be that could be really helpful, you know. If it you get be. too big of a budget, I mean, that's how that's one of the reasons they say Deadpool was so successful because like, we kept it around sixty million, and that's where we're going to keep it for the sequels. Yeah, because they don't want to go all big budget and like go all Transformer three on it. And it, I, I think it does kind of go back to like what we're talking about with Saga, where you work with your limitations, you know. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I have an artist who doesn't like drawing spaceships in a sci-fi comic, so now there's trees and like you know people with TVs for heads and like. Stuff like that, and it, and it there is a lot to say about that of working with those limitations. I know who knew who would have thought that having too much money would ruin movies. Yeah, like you feel like you feel like oh, if we have all this money, we can do whatever we want. We can do a giant space ring or a, a giant ring of trash in the sky. Ugh. What do you guys think of that Suicide Squad? By the way, uh, I I liked it for about sixty percent of the movie. I liked it, and then it just crashed. The second time I saw it was a lot better. Because all my expectations were out the window by then, and now I was just enjoying the movie, and uh, not what I was expecting. Or no, I thought it was going to be really bad. I mean, not what I was expecting, but better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, I I liked the characters. 
I liked parts of the plot. Dude, some of those characters got screwed. Yes. Not in the movie, but like as in um, screen time. And not just the Joker, but like... Oh, me and you have different opinions. Well, I, so I don't... I don't I, I liked the Joker, but I don't think he needed any more screen time. I didn't think he needed to be in it at all. I thought he did just because you need that intervener to like come in and be like, oh, you know, like to, to come in and mess things up. But I'm, I think there was a version of this movie that had the ramifications of that being a lot higher. No, right? I, I, I'm on your team. I don't think he needed to be there. Yeah. I think you could have written a story with him there that would have been excellent, mm-hmm. but they didn't write that story. I was expecting, I was like, hey, this joke, the Joker's here. He's a big guy. He's a big character. Super popular. They got to do something with him. And I was like, they're going in to go get, you know, the ring of trash, blah, blah, blah boring mm-hmm. villains over doing dances. And uh, I was like, okay, they're not just going to go straight into that and like nothing. That's yeah. nothing. There's nothing there for the movie. Not at I'm all. like, there's got to be something with the Joker. So I'm waiting for this big moment. And that's why the first time I saw it, I was like, I was like, Joker's gone. And then he just dies. Nobody's gonna believe that in the first place. Yeah. Even though, especially since we saw him with a burnt face in the trailers. But yeah, I was like, "There's nothing happened." Like the end scene, I could watch it all the way up until they get there, and then like turn it off because like that ending and the whole thing was garbage. The ending was total garbage. Yeah, it was so boring. I was like, "Wait, so they just get there and fight as a team?" Yeah. And and then El Diablo, like after like a week of knowing these people, or like maybe a few hours of knowing these people, is like, "You're my family now." Even I, though I liked I, him. I kind of get that. I kind of get why he did that. Because I know what he hasn't had a for. family in a long time. And I guess and he's been in isolation and stuff He's like a that. gangbanger, too. Yeah. So, like, the people that are standing beside you, you know, are your brothers, your family. Yeah. That's kind of where he grew up. And that's kind of his mentality. And he's been alone for a while. And once he gets with these guys, these people, they're, they're looking out for him. They're trying to help him, con- you know. Hmm. So, I kind of get, get that, that. But it's I like you have to it. read... You have to read so much of that. You have to read into it. It's not on the screen. And that's that's what bothers me is when it, when it's not on the screen, it bugs me. You know, like, and I get that and I like that story, but it wasn't shown. And it's the same with Batman v Superman. There's so many cool stories in there that weren't shown because there were too many of them. Yeah. Um, so. But at the same time, I mean, yeah. And, and I think this will put a bow and, and wrap up the amount of talking we'll do about Suicide Squad on the podcast. But because uh, um, we did talk about it last week. You did? Uh, not last week. But. Oh, no, two weeks ago, whatever. We did a review. I got so much to catch up on. I feel like I'm still on the part where I'm catching up on everything. Yeah. About no. me. Because every time something comes up, I'm like, let's talk about this. No, you're good, man. Dude, Suicide right. Squad. Yeah, we can catch up, dude. And I mean, and you could, I mean, you can come on the show any week you want, you know, because, I mean, they're still recording it here. Yeah, we record it here. So I, I just like... Sky, or I don't even Skype. We use Google Hangouts, and I come into the show. Which I'm so close to figuring out how we can do the both feeds on the. Oh, anyway, technical stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, and by the way, for the people listening to this on the that might be cool feed, you haven't seen a new episode in a long time, uh, and I apologize for that. Um, there's a lot of just like logistical nightmare things that are getting in the way of getting some episodes done. So we'll probably be on hiatus until about January when I will be able to have a uh, a good, consistent place to uh, bring in the guests that that I've kind of got lined up for the podcast and talk to them. So, but there's some pretty awesome people, some artists, some writers, people who love comics and 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 you know some podcasters and all that stuff. So stay subscribed to the that might be cool feed, but you won't see a new episode for uh, for at least a couple months. Um, just yeah. FYI. 
TMBC season two, right? Yeah, season two. Season I know two. it sucks that I, I started like season two and then immediately after like two episodes, it's like, ah, oh, crap. I know. I listened to him and I was like, I wonder what he's like doing. Because like, I listened to the one mm-hmm. and um, that was with him. Yeah, with Matt. You were Skyping and you had kept a couple problems. Yeah. Yeah, I listened to that one and I'm like, dang it. I'm not uh-huh. on the show anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, it's, it's, it was, dude, it's been like sad because that's the other thing too is like if, if I was still here. Or if you're down there or something, then it would be easy to be like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not able to bring the guests on, but at least I could still have Chase come over and he's, he's still trying to convince me to move to LA with him. I am, I dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. Because um, the thing is, like, right now, where it is logistically right now, I would be bringing these people into my apartment and like interviewing them in my bedroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's just like that's weird. And I don't want to do that. And so, but there is a recording space that I will be able to get, uh, uh, like in Jan, probably right around January, so that I'll have an actual place to interview people. Cool, man. Um, but even still, dude, I'm sure I won't have every week with a guest. And so you could still, you could move out there. I will be the the Chan, uh, Chanel West Coast and Stilo Brim of ridiculousness. Yeah, you'll just sit on the side and like. Throw yeah. in those comments, yeah. Like, and then when you don't have a, a guest, you just be like, "All right, yeah, this is a." Just you know, they have a, they number those episodes. It's, uh In ridiculousness, it oh, goes really? Chanel and Stilo one, and it's up to like fifty now. I swear, huh? So that's weird. They they go without um, guests all the time. You can do it too. Yeah, I just can't do it solo. I guess I, I guess time. you would need me though. Yeah. So. That's the thing, because I've, I've recorded two episodes now by myself, and I do not want to do it again, ever. You don't like talking to yourself for an hour? No. I can't. I couldn't even do it for, like, six minutes. Matt, Matt did it once for Savage Land, and it literally lasted, <laughs> like, four minutes. <laughs> it was so funny. What, what, do you, what do you talk about when you're talking Well, that's the problem, is because you, you can get on a topic, right? But then you're just, your brain just goes... And there's nothing to there's nothing to bounce off of. Yeah. That's true. And so you run yourself into a circle, or you're just monologuing mm-hmm. and, and overly trying to attack the same thing over and over again because you're you're on your one you're on your target, right? And there's no play, so it's it's just difficult. Yeah, you don't you don't get to like get derailed by other people, which is I think the best part of podcasting. That's that's derailed. the best thing I'm at good at is derailing a podcast and conversation and, like and a topic. Like I just did just now. Yeah. Well, and I think this conversation today has been really good. I, I've I've really enjoyed this. The ketchup, yeah. episode. This is like full ketchup. Like ketchup we and done mustard. Any topic at all? Uh, what What's your time frame? Uh, let's see. Oh f. I yeah. I have to leave like pretty much right now. Um, yeah. Well, I'll give my ketchup next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't even cut up. Um, we could even. I mean, honestly, we could even record another episode on Saturday when we record our other mystery po- project. Uh yeah, well, mystery project. Yeah, mystery project. Sounds cool. We, actually, we should we should talk to you about that on because we'll need we'll it's need some a guests. Mystery. Yeah, we'll, oh, t- like we'll talk to you about oh. that off the air. Right. Um, it's really exciting and it's it's about to happen. We're about to record a lot of things uh, in like two days on Saturday. Yep, and uh, it'll be fun. Uh, all right. Well, I guess to cap it, we uh, Instagram Savage Land Podcast, Facebook Savage Land Podcast, and. Twitter at Savage Land Pod. Uh, I do want to thank everybody on Instagram. We've been we've been uh, blown up. We've been blown up, and it's been fantastic. So uh, we've had a lot of participation in like comments and stuff like that, and and uh, I've been able to see a lot of people coming over from Instagram to listen to the show. 
to those people, thank you very much for listening. Um, and also, make sure you subscribe to the show. Uh, or and, and also rate and review if you like it. You know, I'm no rush on that. But definitely subscribe to the show so you can keep getting our new episodes. Um, usually, either every Thursday or Friday. We have almost never missed a week, so... Yeah, and you know, I you know, I it's really important to me to do sort of group uh, participation. So whatever you guys want, throw stuff at us, and we'll throw it in the show. Yeah, and we'll keep throwing stuff on Instagram and on Twitter, and and we try to interact as much as we can because uh, it's great to have people participate. Um, and so there there are a couple more like uh, topics that we'll have in the future. Um, but yeah, make sure you follow us, like Matt said, uh, at Savage Land Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Savage Land Pod on Twitter. You can follow me at that might be cool if you want to. Um, and in the show notes, uh, we have Acorns, who's our, our sort of financial support. Um, help you save money and uh, give us a little kickback for it. Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Well, there's an issue with the Amazon one right now. For now, I'm going to cut the Amazon one out. Because it's... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Don't get into it. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. Chase, any last words? Um, Yeah, what he said. Thanks for listening. Sweet Joe!